Parlays, player props, and predictions. The four Ps are back for week six in the NFL today. I got my favorite four player props, a money line parlay, and a first touchdown score for Sunday night football. We even have our first two unit play, the biggest play of the year so far in this video. Now, if you're new to the Call on Our Shot channel, my name is Austin, and last week this video did pretty well. Four and one record, so did our money line parlay. It was four and one. We missed out by one leg, and we cashed our first touchdown score with Mark Andrews at plus 700 odds. This week, we started Thursday night football pretty solid, two and oh. Command Anders Moneyline and Justin Fields over in passing yards. Let's keep it rolling this week. If you are new, like I said, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button too. We certainly would appreciate it. And if you haven't watched my week six best bets video, what are you doing? Go and watch that one after this one. It'll be linked in the comments down below. The last week we went three and zero in our favorite spread picks. We're 23 and eight, a 74% win rate on these game picks. Hopefully we've been helping you guys make some money. Another way to make money, is if you sign up for prize picks using our code COS down below, they have a free square live right now. It's Stephen Curry's over just to score one point on Tuesday when the NBA season kicks off. Look, sign up using our code COS. You also get a 100% deposit match. It's free money to use our sign up code and you get that free square. Take advantage. The links are all down below as well if you want to use those links. But without further ado, let's hop into one of my favorite player props this week. And it's going to be a guy by the name of Debo Samuel. We've taken his over 59 and a half receiving yards, currently minus 110 on BetMGM. I'd probably play this up a couple more yards if it does move up. Now let's talk about Debo because he's coming off a not so great game. He had two receptions and 20 yards. Well, that's not going to get it done on Sunday, but he did have nine targets. And that's what we like to see. He was being guarded by JC Horn, a very good young corner in the league. And him and Jimmy Garoppolo could, just couldn't connect. But what I do like to see, what's promising, 82 air yards. And that's the most he's had in the game this season. Just Jimmy Garoppolo missed him on a couple throws or else this would have been easy money. Now, look at it. They're going to continue to be throwing the ball Debo's way. And he's over the last three games in which Jimmy G has started all of them, eight, seven, and nine targets. He has had six plus targets in every single game this season. And despite going under in three of five games so far, the historical data for him to get targeted six or more times is a very good on our side. In fact, he's only been targeted six or more times, 26 career games, hitting the over in 20 of those 26 games. It's a very good hit rate. I love Debo to get back on track against the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons have allowed the fourth most passing yards in the league or the 29th fewest. And in every game, except for the Cleveland Browns game, who we know they would just run the football and don't have a lot of wide receivers, Falcons have allowed at least two wide receivers to have at least 50 or more yards against them. I think if one wide receiver is going to get over the 50-yard hump, it's going to be Debo Samuel for the 40, 49ers. 60 is not a lofty goal for, goal for Debo. We know he can do it with one catch if he just takes it to the house. We're like Debo Samuel, over 59 and a half receiving yards. Let's move on to another guy. Well, we probably one of our only unders this week. Be DK Metcalf, under five and a half receptions, minus 105 on DraftKings. I slowly expect this one to get more juice. I don't see it going down to four and a half, but if it does, I'd probably lay off of it. But let's talk about D DK Metcalf because so it's a tough pill to swallow taking a DK Metcalf under, but six receptions, not all that easy to record if you're an NFL wide receiver. In fact, only 21 wide receivers did that last week. And if you remember, if you think about how many wide receivers suit up for every NFL team, that's not a lot of guys. And let's talk about DK Metcalf. Let's give you guys some stats on him. He's under in three of five games this year. Pretty solid. He's under in 16 of his last 25 career games pretty solid and he's under in all six career games versus the Cardinals now yes he has a different QB with Geno Smith under the helm but Russell Wilson despite looking not great this year still a good quarterback and what I really like is this Cardinal secondary has actually been very good especially at stopping number one wide receivers let's look at the last four weeks they faced some guys you probably have heard of Devontae Adams Cooper Cup AJ Brown they faced all these guys and those wide receivers ended up with two 
four and three receptions respectfully. So they've been taking away that number one guy. We saw last week when we took Devontae Smith's over, he had like 10 receptions, but that's because he wasn't the number one guy and he's not the guy that's likely to be guarded by a guy like Byron Murphy Jr. Now we look at a guy like DK Metcalf, very similar build to a guy like AJ Brown. And they, you saw, they limited him to three receptions. And you look at the guys that have had, you know, six or more receptions versus the Cardinals this year, it's guys by the name of Juju Smith-Schuster, Hunter Renfro, DJ Moore, Devontae Smith. All these guys have a couple things in common. Number one, they run a lot short. They run much shorter routes. And number two, besides DJ Moore, they aren't the number one receiver on their team. And we know DJ Moore just ran a lot of short routes. That's not what DK Metcalf does. A lot more stuff over the top. I don't see Metcalf having a huge game. And even if he does, six receptions is still a lot for him. So taking DK Metcalf under five and a half receptions. Let's keep it moving and go to one of the biggest games. I'd argue probably the biggest on the slate, Bills versus Chiefs. Going Marquez Valdez Scantling over 45 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 on DraftKings. Now, MVS slowly building a good rapport with Patrick Mahomes. And boy, oh boy, are the Chiefs going to need another guy because the Chiefs are going to go up against the Bills. And this projects to be a high scoring matchup. I think the overruns are overruns at like 52, 53 and a half. So they expect some points. But MVS this year, look at his stats 44 in week one, but then 13, 48, 63, and 90 receiving yards. The most that he's had so far this season was last week. And MVS. Coincidentally, saw his most snaps last week, 81.4%, and the most routes he ran, 41. Expecting this game to be higher scoring, expecting this Bills offense to be able to score points. I assume Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs will have to be throwing the ball in. MVS, good to know. He's at 70-plus air yards, four straight week. He can cash this over in one play. You remember him with the Green Bay Packers. His primary primary use was just to be going deep, and he could catch you know a 75-yard touchdown, which is still capable of doing with Patrick Mahomes, but he's been more intermediate routes, kind of opening up his route tree, which is what I like to see. He's had seven, seven, five, and eight targets the last four weeks, which is very good. You want targets from Patrick Mahomes, probably a good chance of hitting this over. And the Bills secondary, while it's solid, got some injuries. Jordan Poyer, questionable, but they got, they're definitely out. Micah Hyde, he's on IR. Tredavious White's out for this game. And Travis Kelsey, let's be honest, the Bills, if they're going to come in with the game plan, it's put nine guys on Travis Kelsey, make someone else beat you. So I think MVS is that number guy, number two guy behind Travis Kelsey. It's going to see a lot of targets. I think he certainly can get it done. All takes one, but I think he sees three, four, five catches this week, maybe even more. I really like MVS to get it rolling. And look, I want something to sweat in that Bills Chiefs game. So we're riding with MVS over 45 and a half receiving yards. Now, my next and final player prop of this video before we talk about the Moneyline Parlay and a first touchdown score, and it's my two unit play for this week. And his name is Rashad White. We're taking his over 11 and a half receiving yards, minus 110 on drafting. Now, before you Google, who the extra shot white or before you click off the video i really like this play and if it's a trap then i'll dive right into it but you understand why he's the backup running back for the buccaneers and quietly he's been playing a lot of snaps over the last couple weeks and if you don't know rashad white this is a rookie came out of arizona state one of the best running backs really in the draft in the combine he had ridiculous splits he's very good and the buccaneers are realizing that as they're playing him a lot more and this is why he's my favorite play of the week the only reason i didn't put him at first on the on the video is because one a lot of people might not know who rashad white is didn't want them clicking off and number two well, this is the backup running back. A lot of people don't want to bet on a backup, but I do think he's going to get this done. 11 and a half receiving yards, not a whole lot, especially over the last two weeks. 50 and 28 receiving yards. He's been crushing this over, and now he's think he's got a good chance to crush it again. And the main reason is his playing time has increased the last two weeks, 38 and 39% of the snaps. 
He's been out there a lot and he's seen four and five targets. We know Tom Brady and we know this Bucks offense is very pass happy. Even though they're big favorites against the Steelers, they're still gonna be throwing it. And even if they are bigger favorites, we're gonna see more Rashad White. We're probably not gonna see him get a ton of carries. He's probably just gonna get a lot of hikes, dump offs to him as, as obviously Tom Brady doesn't wanna take a sack, especially if they're up leading this game. The Steelers have the fourth lowest time of possession. So the Bucks are gonna have plenty of drives, plenty of offensive chances to get this done. And he's when he's played more than 20% of the snaps, He's seen, which he's done in three weeks, weeks one, four, and five. He's had two plus receptions in all those weeks. He didn't get it done in week one when he had seven, seven receiving yards, but you look at over the since 2021, 25 running backs have had two or more receptions against the Steelers defense. 19 of them have hit this over. So look, I'm going to take my chances. That list includes six running backs this year. All six have hit this over if they had two or more receptions. I know Leonard Fournette is going to play a lot, but they don't want to run him into the ground, especially if this game is a blowout, which it certainly could be. So look, I know Brady doesn't want to take a sack. He's going to dump it off the Rashad White. All it takes is one reception. Hopefully we get an easy two unit winner here. If it's not a winner, you know, it's backup running back. We learn our lesson, we move on to next week. But I really like Rashad White taking his over 11 and a half receiving yards. Two unit play, biggest play of the year. Go Rashad. Let's move on to Moneyline Parlay. Last week, the Rams, they hurt us good. But you know what? Let's bring back that magic we had in week four when we cash out the parlay. Five legs plus 746 on DraftKings. Worth noting, much better odds on DraftKings than on FanDuel. Here are the five teams, Packers, 49ers, Ravens, Bengals, and Cardinals. Now, for the people that didn't watch my NFL Week 6 Best Bets video with my favorite spread picks, number one, you better go watch that after this video. Number two, two of these five teams are the ones that I picked to cover the spread. I'll, I'll let you go figure out which one those are. But let's talk about these teams. Now, the Packers taking on the Jets, much needed win for a bounce back. And if this money line parlay is going to lose by one leg, it better be my New York Jets winning the football game. But I don't think they will. I think the Packers bounce back there and at least win by a field goal or something like that. Now, the 49ers, I like them to beat up on the Falcons. Much better team there. I think the 49ers can certainly get it done. Now, the Ravens, I like them to bounce back as well. They obviously got that close win against the Bengals last week. I think they can beat the Giants, especially on the road. They're bigger favorites. I think they can certainly get that done. As for the Bengals and Cardinals, those are the sketchier legs on the slate. I like the Bengals. I just think that with Joe Burrow returning to, you know, Louisiana, I just think that team is better than the Saints. The Saints, obviously, we picked them last week to cover the spread, and they took down the Seahawks, but... That was sweaty, and they're going to rely on running the football. The Bengals quietly been a pretty good defense. I think their offense gets back on track unless Joe Burrow sacked 150 times. I think the Bengals win that game. As for the Cardinals, I lean them to win the spread and cover the spread. I think the Cardinals are a pretty good team. They're better on the road than they are at home, and they're obviously on the road in Seattle. I think the Geno Smith and the Seahawks offense is going to take a step back this week, despite you know going crazy over the last couple weeks. I think they're due a little bit of regression. So, like all those five teams, plus 746, sign me up. Now let's move on to Sunday Night Football. Taking a first touchdown score, of course, to end the Sunday slate and move on to Monday Night Football, which we'll have a full separate video for. And last week, we cashed Mark Andrews, plus 700. Cash that bomb. Let's go for another bomb. And I'm rolling with a guy by the name of A.J. Brown. We're taking his over, or not even his over, his first touchdown score, plus 900 on FanDuel. Uh, in my opinion, too many people, when they are going to bet on this game, they're going to bet Jalen Hurts to score the first touchdown. I don't hate that, but he's done that too many times this year. And then A.J. Brown, you're looking at a guy coming off a three-reception week, so they're going to get him the football more. There's a guy that didn't score in the first two weeks, then scored in week three, didn't score in the next two weeks, could he score in week six? I'm just playing some trends. I think A.J. Brown can get into the end zone. He can take a you know a pass deep. He can take it to the house. He can take one short on the goal line with a screen pass. He can do a lot of different ways to get into the end zone. I think A.J. Brown can certainly do it. Plus 900. I got to take a shot at that. So that's going to wrap up the video. Now, like I mentioned, NFL Week 6 Best Bets video. Go check out that one right after this one. It's a really good video. We went 3-0 last week on our spread picks. Let's continue doing that momentum. 74% win rate 
is ridiculous. Hopefully we can continue that. And as always, that prize picks free square. If you want to check it out, Stephen Curry to score just one point on Tuesday. We'll be taking advantage of that probably in the NBA video on Tuesday. But take advantage this weekend. Pair it with your favorite prop. You get free, free square, free leg down. Take advantage. And you use code COS to get 100% deposit match. Free money, people. Love you guys. Thank you all for supporting the channel. I'm Austin, and I'm signing out. Peace.